Hey everybody, welcome. It's uh, Jiggles and Pips. My name's Tyler. Anthony. Mike. Right. You gotta yell. Jesus. <laughs> How are you starting? Good start. Good start. Um, you know, we're here to pretty much talk all things games, sport games, video games, card games, whatever else. I was hoping something else would fill in the sentence, but of course not. All, all the games. <laughs> I hate There's gonna be a lot of game talk. Yeah, I mean we're gonna cover we're gonna cover everything from tabletop gaming to video gaming to digital implementations of uh, tabletop games, um, even the transition between video games and tabletop gaming. Uh, but I think today we're starting with uh, video games, and we're just gonna talk about kind of what's hot right now in the market. Look at you using big words. Um, the biggest of words. We're just gonna have random awkward silence. I'm gonna love this. It's gonna be great. Uh, I mean, that's what uh, that's the power of editing for. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Uh, let me be clear. <laughs> no, it, this is this is all going in raw. Just uh, no just, just getting, raw. Um, that's how she likes it. Pretty much. That's how we all like it, right? Oh god, it's just gonna be great. It's gonna make things so awkward. Anyway, um, pretty much what. A lot of uh, the three of us have been playing a lot lately is, uh, of course, Warzone. Yeah, the new Call of Duty Warzone. It's uh, really good. It's another battle royale game, uh, which obviously started with uh, games like PUBG and Fortnite. Uh, now you've had more modern stuff like Apex, and uh, finally now Call of Duty got that formula. Uh, pretty pretty good, I think. I, I like it a lot. And, you know, yeah, it, I think they're doing a really good job with that. That I feel like they've exceeded a lot of expectations with that style of gameplay and being such a new concept. I mean, it really helped that they had that system, the Call of Duty system that already worked, and they just implemented that very well for the Battle Royale format. Mm-hmm. And pretty I, much what I they feel like... added was, you know, they added generally the typical Battle Royales run about 100 people. Uh, they ran about 150, which makes 15 teams of three. Uh, the one nice thing is they added, you know, the different game modes, so now you have just solos, so you can drop in by yourself. You're not just constantly getting swarmed by teams of three. And just they added the yeah. Call of Duty combat which is nice yeah and I, I i think um the blood money one i don't remember what it's called uh, uh plunder yep. plunder i think go. plunder's plunder's an interesting game mode to try out as well and i think it was smart of them they looked at not so much the competition but they looked at what other battle royale games before them have done and they took some of the best features like um they, they took the Fortnite like crate system where you open up a crate and, and boom, a whole bunch of like goodies drop out hey. and everything has like a hey. tier system to it. Give credit where credit's due. That was a that was a PUBG or an Apex. No, no, because both PUBG and Apex use a customized weapon system, oh, well, where Fortnite yeah, uses they, a fixed weapon system. Yeah, PUBG started it. They started their loot crates. I mean, technically, Call of Duty is customized because you get to pick up your own loot drop, technically, from there. You can make your own loadout and pick it up from there. Well, that's what I was going to touch on after, is they kind of took both systems. So they gave you that, that, you know, Fortnite loot chest where everything pops out, and it's a colored tier system of fixed weapons. Those weapons never change. But then you have the loot crate, like uh, Mike just said, that when it drops in, you basically get to customize those weapons before the match happens. And I think that's cool that it gives you that blend of both. Yeah, so pretty much anything that you can't find on the map, you can just throw into a loot uh, or loadout drop and just pick it up from there and kind of annihilate people from there. Um, 
well, I think one of the good things, that, well, one of the good things I feel they've done and different from all the things is adding the implement of the gulag. Yes. That was like probably the best thing because it just, yes, you die once, but it gets you right back in if you can win that. And I think it adds a great element to that. I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a great implementation uh, of bringing yourself, winning yourself back into the game, basically. And plus, what they added is, you know, it's in there. You don't have a set amount of lives, so at any point, say you die like twelve times, as long as your team has four to five hundred dollars, they can just run to a store and pick you up, as long as it's still within the zone. Yeah, I thought that was great too, because even games like Apex, which I feel like Apex was really the first one to bring you back from the dead. Um, only gives you that one extra like life again. Once you die a second time, it, it's over in Apex. Yeah. I, it's, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they up the amount it costs to bring somebody back from Warzone, because I feel like it's pretty simple. If you're right by a shop, it's pretty simple to have that 4500 ready. Yeah, so I, can, I wouldn't be surprised. You can simply just run endgame for like a 4500 extra bucks and just, hey, there's six teams left and there's a store right here. Let me buy my whole team back. Or one of my buddies back. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to raise the price. They already raised the price of the loadout uh, box. It used to be 68 and now it's up to 8500 And I understand because, um, like you were saying before, it's cool that you get to customize your weapon, but the best part about getting the loadout is the, the perk system. You get all of the perks that you wanted on that class, um, which is super huge, especially things like Ghost and stuff like that. Um, really important to have the perks. Yeah, especially, you know, because me personally run a heartbeat sensor and thermal scope, you know, having ghosts cold-blooded and stuff, it completely avoids that and, you know, makes it a little bit harder to be detected. Absolutely, I think those are, those are big, big, big key features. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of big releases right now, and uh, it's really interesting to see kind of where the market's at, you know. Uh, we just had the release of Doom, uh, Doom Eternal. And they introduced their brand new multiplayer game mode, which is uh, Battle Mode, which I've been playing a little bit of. And that is really, really cool because it gives you this um, almost campaign-like experience of Doom where you're still running around killing demons and stuff. But you're facing off against two human players who are playing the demons. And they get to choose what demons to spawn, where to spawn them. They can spawn traps. Um, and it's basically a best of five, like a tug of war kind of thing. There's no time limit to the game. Uh, it's really fluid. It's fast. It's obviously it's brutal because it's Doom. Sounds like a really, really cool, kind of. That sounds similar to like, uh, uh, like you get to play a bad. Someone gets to play a bad. I'm just blanking on the game right now. Uh -huh. Like you, something like that. So you pretty much you play like the monster, and then you have like this guy was trying to hunt you, kind of thing. But it's kind of more like you're spawning these. You're, you're spawning the demons. And then you try and win that way. That seems like a cool uh, thing. I kind of now I feel like I want to get into this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's really cool is the demons have asymmetrical powers, so each demon plays different and has its own separate set of powers. And, and you, you uh, said it's a two v one, so it's a two demon, one human. Yeah, two demon and one slayer. And the slayer player gets every ability in the game, every weapon maxed out. Uh, they get every every everything possible. So now, is there a start and finish to these levels? Do they have to get to a certain point um, with that? Or do they just kind of eliminate all the demons and that's the end of the game? So they have to, the Slayer player has to eliminate both demon players, and the demon players just have to eliminate the Slayer. Um, and what's cool about the demon, sla the demon part of it is 
the game actually changes like midway through a match because what happens is when the Slayer defeats one of the demon players, the demon player goes on a 20 second clock. Um, if the Slayer doesn't kill the other demon in that 20 second time period, the other demon player comes back. So both demon players must be dead at the same time in order for the Slayer to win. And say like is it like a small enough map where like they're essentially close or they could be like on two separate opposite sides of the map he could be on the opposite side the, the map isn't super close where everything feels like a constant like like rumble but the map isn't um huge where you feel like you're gonna spend like 40 seconds trying to cross the map but it almost becomes uh, a game of cat and mouse because so, like, when one of the demon players is dead, the other demon player is going to try and do everything they can to hide themselves, throw down traps, and uh, just mess up the, the slayer, try and occupy him while he's waiting for his other buddy to respawn. Yeah. So, and does it work on, like, a cash-based system, or is it just, like, a power system? What is it? Uh, so the way it works is all the demons have, like, their, their predetermined powers, and the slayer, like I said, he gets every weapon maxed out and everything like that. Um, and everything works just kind of like the campaign. So, like, if you're running low on ammo, um, if you chainsaw an enemy, you'll get a whole bunch of ammo drops and things like that and health pickups. So the Slayer has a lot of ways to, like, uh, rebound and bounce himself back. And like I said, there's no time limit. So they let you kind of just keep fighting it out until, until one side wins. And the coolest part is, uh, like I said, it's a best of five. So in between the rounds, whoever won gets a specialized power-up. So, like... Let's say the demon players won, they could get a really cool like demon that they didn't have available, or an extra trap that they didn't have available now that's a little stronger than what they began with. Like uh, I know if you get like one of the final upgrades for the demon players, you can get a hell knight, and hell knights are I mean um, not a hell knight, uh, a baron, death baron, you need a death baron, oh, and those right. things are really hard to defeat. Yeah. So essentially, it's like a, a horde mode, one player. Almost like a horde mode. And um, I just wanted to touch on something Mike had brought up before when he was saying, um, kind of like Evolve, what you guys were saying before about that, that uh, 1v all, which uh, you have like uh, games like Dead by Daylight there you go. and stuff like that. And Friday the 13th. Just like Friday something. the 13th, yeah. But um, Resident Evil 3, which just released as well, um, actually today is the 6th. I believe it released on the 3rd. Um, they have a new game mode, and I'm gonna feel stupid. Give me a second here. I just want to look it up. Um, I don't want to butcher the name of this. Isn't it like you're the zombie or whatever? So you are basically like Nemesis, or another like super powered. Uh, it's called Resistance, Resident Evil Resistance, which is their new multiplayer mode. So one player basically plays like Nemesis, and then four other players play like survive um, survivors. And each one has like asymmetric powers. Each of the survivors. So basically, much trying they, to they put evolve into Resident Evil. Into Resident Evil, correct? And that's I was just uh, gonna bring that up. It was just so funny that Mike had had said that. I, I feel like one of the first games that like you actually had like a, a team of uh, uh, of enemies like zombies or whatever like versus. Survivors, kind of like Left 4 Dead kind of thing, always brings me back to that, and I feel like a, a lot of these kind of stemmed from that as well. That was a, that was a big franchise that that was back in the day, not too far, but yeah, yeah I mean, I a lot. Yeah, the one I love Left 4 Dead. 
the one thing that I wish they did bring back was like a survival game like that. But I do kind of like the aspect that you'd throw like a player enemy, which is nice. But wasn't it Left 4 Dead 2, I think, where uh, you had a team of four zombies and a four team of survivors? Yes, yeah, they, they did, did, they did add that mode in. Yeah. You had like everybody, you played the special zombies, and then there were still like those those uh, computers controlled ones that were like the regular zombies. But every, there was like a 4e4, like they had the special zombies, whatever they were, the, yeah, the hunter, the boomer, liquor, the hunter. whatever. I don't. I can't. I don't, I'm probably confusing all these other zombie games with their things. But you no, know. Do, do you have the boomer, the hunter, uh, the witch? Well, the no, one the with the giant people. tongue that wants to like yeah, I drag you in, which is kind of creepy. Uh, what the hell was he called? What the fuck? Is I don't even remember. Um, but you know, that game was tons of fun. Well, my favorite implementation of that style system, and yes, obviously they took a huge beat from a game like Left 4 Dead, was Killing Floor. Killing Floor 2 for me was one of the absolute best times I had in a zombie horde based game because it almost was like um, Call of Duty Nazi zombies in the fact that you had, you know, your team and everybody can have like a everybody has a specialization, which I thought was cool. So like you know, Tyler could be the medic character and you can be like the assault guy and then I can be, you know, like a explosive specialist and we each begin with like a little different kit. But then in between rounds, because it's all round-based, you got to go spend money to buy like better weapons, better upgrades. And all the weapons and upgrades were specialized to your character. And uh, just bringing it back again to Call of Duty, um, the new one, the battle, the battle Royale, you can drop cash for other players. So if you're like, oh, Anthony, you know, I can get this like minigun. I just need like $500. I can drop that $500 for you so you can get your minigun. Um, and I just thought it was really, I thought Killing Floor was just, like, perfect. And then, like, at the end of all of the rounds, you fought a boss monster, like a random, randomized boss monster, and each was, like, super unique. Hmm. Yeah, you don't find many games like that no more, where it's kind of, like, no. cooperative-based, it's all more competitive-based now. Right, that's kind of why I was looking forward to, again, another, um, another new release. Uh, Nazi Zombie Army 4? What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that. So, uh, Nazi Zombie Army... Did you ever play Sniper Elite? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Sniper Elite had made a game mode. I think it was in Sniper Elite 2 was the first time that they did it. It was called Nazi Zombie Army. Oh, this, I, this art looks familiar. And... Um, Zombie Army was really cool. It was four-player, third-person action cooperative set, obviously, World War II style, where, you know, Hitler inadvertently made zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I actually do remember this. And you got to, um, got to, like, go against, like, waves and waves of zombies, and you can set, like, trip, trip wire. And oh, yes, yes, I remember Get all sorts of now. grenades and stuff, and it was just a super clean, super fun um, game mode, and, you know, just speaking about um, the cooperative stuff, it had just brought me um, into that, that pattern of thought that this had just released. They just released the trilogy, which you could buy now on every platform, and now they just released uh, the fourth installment, which looks great. Dead one, man. Haven't had a chance to play it yet, though. Because it also goes back to like Dead Rising and stuff like that, where it's pretty much just a giant mishmash of a zombie survival game or even like Dead Island where, you know, I loved Dead Island oh I, it was such a good game Riptide was terrible but 
Yeah, Rift Time is a terrible game, but the original Dead Island was... I was all about it. Because I know Mike was big in... Uh, me and Mike were big into Dead Island, and we ended up... Uh, I, I, it, it, was, it was one of those fun uh, franchises, which uh, I my, I think one of my... I feel like it's a weird feature for that game. It was like, I guess you, you can choose how you want to control your weapon. Like, you know, you can use those, the thumbstick, and you can actually precision, like smack the zombie over the face so you could choose exactly how you want to destroy these things and it was fun i think it was, it was a whole lot of fun and you can just kind of like spend like endless amount of time just running through zombies and i think one of my favorite things about dead rising was that just kind of mindless just zombie slaying yeah i mean zombies are always just a good enemy type um that are super fun um even like like i said even playing through uh Playing through Doom Eternal right now, and I'm I'm stuck on like the third mission. The battles are so hard in that game. Um, they have like these mindless like zombie creature guys who are just like easy to beat up on. They're slow moving and they just just easy to punch or shoot from from anywhere. Um, by the way, if you guys haven't played that campaign, it is definitely probably one of my shooter recommendations of the year. Is uh, Doom Eternal? Yeah, I eventually have got to get into that. We'll eventually have to pick it up. You know, I have yet to buy it yet. And if you guys haven't had a chance, um, and I guess this goes for anybody listening as well, uh, the first game in the series, Doom 2016, which was Bethesda's first uh, re-implementation of the game with ID Software, the original Doom guys, um, that is on Game Pass right now for Xbox. Uh, I don't know if Sony has any anything... Um, they do similar to that playstation plus um but, oh they have the playstation plus i really haven't used it you know they don't always add like games like game pass i'm not sure if they do something now like where it's game pass where you buy uh you spend like i think ultimate's 30 bucks a month and you get pretty much like high end uh titles couldn't think of the word um you get the high end titles for the 30 bucks and you get to play it as long as it's on game pass yeah, I think Game Pass is wonderful. They've really stepped up the the amount of content and day one content and everything that you get. Um, like I, I've just been checking out Bleeding Edge, which is a Microsoft exclusive game. Uh, I really like that game a lot. I don't know why. Uh, it's a little like um, Overwatch, but it's third person, and you can like slide out of the way of moves, and you can parry and block. Uh, just really good game. I have a lot of fun with that uh, group team fight style game. The one new game that just came out from Epic, I am drawing a goddamn blank. Uh, it's, it's one with V. It's Val- uh, Valorant. Whatever. Valorant, there you go. Um, pretty much, I need to get back into my PC and start playing uh, when it comes out. Pretty much, they just matched CSGO and Overwatch together. And it uh, yeah, incredible. I actually, I believe you showed me something on that. I did. Um... You know, pretty much they took the movement, the gun play, um, and play style of uh, CSGO and just took powers and heroes from Overwatch, essentially, and just mashed it together. And a lot of the gameplay now has been actually pretty funny to watch. Just seeing, you know, a new style of competitive game come out and just how people implement everything. 
actually turned out pretty nice. Looking at screenshots now, it does give me a very CSGO vibe. Yeah, because even watching, um, uh, like, Tim Ninja and Dr. Lupo and all them play, just how they take their playing style, Ninja's obviously competitive style of being a pro gamer, just how they implement, like, the powers of using, like, walls to block off certain areas, using smoke shields, and how they added the ultimate from pretty much Overwatch. It's just, it's going to change competitive gaming for a while. Um, not to loop back. I mean, I guess to loop back, um, cause we were talking about, you know, these kind of one verse all and, and full co-op games. Uh, has anybody been checking out Epic's progression on their new, uh, predator hunting grounds game? Nope. So basically it's going to be like evolve, except you're a predator and you're going to be taking on a team of, you know, people like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Predator Hunting Grounds? Hunting Grounds, yeah. Look it up. Go ahead, keep talking. Um, and it looks it looks great. I think it's gonna be PlayStation only. Yeah, I do see PlayStation Four. Um, at this time. Actually, I think I remember seeing things about this. But um, that was something that looked really cool. And also, again, I know we all have the Game Pass. They have currently um. Another great zombie game, one that I really like. Uh, they have State of Decay 2, the Juggernaut edition, available yeah. for Game Pass. I think I actually, you can actually that. play that one co-op, right? You yeah, like you can play first, f- full co-op. Couldn't. I know that. No, the first one you couldn't. And the second one does a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff. Uh, that, was, that was a game I was very interested in, the, the first one especially. I was just like, this game would be perfect co-op. Like, dude, you have these characters, and like, you can definitely play. I'm like, this has to be co-op, and I'm like, it's not. Um, but I'm really glad they implement that. And, and two, I just never had a chance to get around and actually play it. Um, but yeah, I, I would. That's definitely something I'd be excited to to get my hands on. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I if you guys started, download it, I think we started play it. a little bit, and then we just ended up falling out of it. Yeah, I think I think so. It's 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 uh. I was. I'm never. I'm not too one of the big fan of the like, build your base thing. Cause I'm more like I like. I like going out to, go grab stuff and try and find some stuff. That's kind of like my thing. But if you're playing with someone that likes building bases, it's perfect. Cause then you guys work fucking, hand in hand, good good with each other. Uh, that's how I was. I'm going throwing this weird like curveball. I'm going to Minecraft because I loved mine. I love the mining aspect of uh, Minecraft. And I lo- And I played. With, with, remember playing with like. I think Ty, you and Lou and all those people and you like guys like building and shit. I'm like, I'll go find some diamonds. We yeah, got this. We're I'll good. be back. It even like fall into lava. Even going like further back, like H1Z1, like before it became just survive. Like you know, we had the aspect of like running out, just murdering zombies or raiding other people's bases or even like Rust. You know, I loved Rust. I played so much Rust in my lifetime. That, Me and Mike uh, absolutely hated building our base because we just get ended up, you know, someone will. Put a mine outside or come with a rocket launcher and you're like all right we just wasted like 12 hours but we love going to raid base i had a 300 person clan on rust so at some point during the day somebody was on protecting our base yeah like it, 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 was, be- it was really hard it became more of a job than than actual fun <laughs> as a lot of those those uh 
brutal survival games kind of did. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Mike is, like, so, like, psychic-powered right now. He's, like, super on point every time he brings up a game. Because I was actually just about to talk about Minecraft. Hey. Because Minecraft is coming out with a new game, which actually you can, again, pre-install on the Game Pass. If anybody hasn't guessed by now, I'm a big advocate of the Game Pass. I think Microsoft's done a great job it, with it. It's that battle royale. Hashtag right? not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag Microsoft sponsor us. <laughs> um, it's that battle royale but, or whatever, right? No, it's, uh, it's going to be like Diablo, but Minecraft. Ooh, that sounds cool. Interesting. And it looks super cool. It's going to be another full co-op game, and you get to like customize your different characters, and it's got the cool Minecraft-looking graphics to it. Uh, it's called Minecraft Dungeons. I've actually pre-installed it on my Xbox already. Of course you did. So is, is it free with the Game Pass? Is it a part it's, of the Minecraft? It's free with the Game Pass, yeah. Sweet. I, I, that sounds kind of cool. I, like, I've, I, I just wanted a game like that again. I feel like I've fallen out of, like, we've been so obsessed uh, as, like, a people with video gaming with this Battle Royale thing. This has taken over. And I just feel like I want to get back to, like, a good, like, RPG you can play with friends and stuff. <sighs> I'm a huge fan of that. I'm I'm more of a uh, play with friends kind of uh, thing rather than this competitive style stuff. Because I'll be honest, folks, uh, and I'm sure you'll you'll learn this as as we continue on. But I am not a good video gamer. I am not a good board gamer. I generally lose at most things that I play. Um, but I enjoy doing, doing them. Yep. Yeah, I just have fun doing them. Um, because even like we used to play a lot of um. Like like uh, Oblivion, and like uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I loved Elder Scrolls Online. I so had a lot of fun with it. It was game. just like a giant RPG where we can run around, do quests, come back, get armor, and go out and just continue more rather than you know, oh god, I gotta run and hide behind this rock because I'm gonna get shot in the face kind of concept. The problem I had is I, I didn't like some of the gameplay mechanics uh, behind the game. I love the concept and obviously I love the world of Tamriel and I love all of. Uh, everything that they've done with the Elder Scrolls series. Um, just uh, There's a couple gameplay flaws for me that uh, that ultimately stopped me from playing Elder Scrolls Online more. Uh, I was a big fan of uh, Guild Wars 2. I don't know if anybody played that. I liked Guild Wars 2. Except when it came to the end game content where you had the dungeons. The, cla- the, the non-class class system didn't work for dungeoning. You need rigid classes for dungeons, which is kind of where they failed. Because, Mike, what was the game that you were big into? Uh, not The Witcher, the other one. Not uh, Dark Souls. Was it Dark Souls? Did Dark Souls have a Dark Souls 3? Yeah, they yes. did have a Dark Souls 3. Yes. I think that might have been it. Was there another one or the RPG that you were into? No, I, pre- I think Dark Souls is probably what you're thinking of. Um, or, uh, yeah, Dark Souls. If you're talking about something with the 3, Dark Souls is probably what you're thinking of. Um, I, I can't know you think of anything two other than The Witcher. For a while? Yeah, yeah Dark, Dark Souls 2. I, sh- I streamed that stuff when uh, uh, Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 I streamed. I don't think I got to 3. So. 3 three I thought was the best in the, in the franchise, uh, in my opinion. But, uh... You were also big into, like, Yakuza and Yakuza 0. Yeah, the Yakuza series, I did, like, I never played 0. Uh, I think I really, I really fell in love with 4. Yakuza 4 was the one I really played through all the way. Um, I think I just kind of like was in a very completionist stage. Not, it was a really good game. I was just very completionist stage of my life that I wanted to get everything done, and I, that's why I sat down with so 
so much with it, but it was really fun. And it, was, it got a, little, a lot of repetitive moments, but that was just me being a completionist I am. Uh, doing... um, sorry to interrupt you, Mike, but sure. just, to, just to point out, again, Game Pass. Um, Yakuza <laughs> 0 is on Game Pass right now. There you go. So um, if you did want to go back and, and do it. And then going back to zombies, they also had a zombie version of that Yakuza Dead Souls, which is the uh, Yakuza, your normal Yakuza game, just with zombies in it. Which game was this? It's, it's Yakuza, but it's uh, Yakuza, I think it's Yakuza 4, Yakuza Dead Souls. It's, it's like a branch off version of the game. And it's like, it's just Yakuza, I'm pretty sure it's just Yakuza 4, just with the zombie, zombie implementation with it. So, like, the towns were safe zones and stuff, but every time you go out, you have to worry about fighting zombies and stuff. So you're kind of just, like, going from one safe zone to the next and still continuing playing the Yakuza game. Just, you have a zombie just issue. Yeah, I think it was That's a zombie cool. apocalypse. It pretty much was, like, just complete darkness. Well, not complete darkness, but it became, like, a dark area. Well, I remember playing the first Red Dead Redemption, and they had a zombie. That horde-style mode. Like what happened? No, I'm fine. I'm here. <laughs> oh, you, it, your mic just cut out completely. You're like, oh, Red Dead, and just cut out. Oh, I think I think my hand like accidentally brushed the side of the mic. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, just pretty much going back. Like, we've gotten away from the RPG MMO, like adventure style games, and became more like straight on like first person shooter and battle royale, and continuing from there. Which is not a bad thing, it's just more, you know, that's what everyone's into. But sometimes you just want to sit down and enjoy one of those nice games where it's just like, you know, I'm going to spend, like, 45 minutes of my time. Well, um, that's why I'm kind of hoping Cyberpunk um, has an online mode. They haven't really released much on it. Um, obviously, that's going to be a really, really big title coming out soon. You know, they announced that they're going to have Keanu Reeves in the game, and it's the same guys who did, uh, it's Project CD Redkey, the same guys who did The Witcher. Um, and from what I understand, it's going to be like futuristic GTA. Um, that's kind of the best way to describe it. And, you know, I think they do open world the best CD Projekt Red Key. So it's, that's a game I hope has multiplayer that you could like run with your friends and that. Yeah, where it'd, it'd be nice to just to. Because it's like the same thing like um, uh, GTA. Um, where, you know, it's great because you know um i just drew a blank like it has that massive multiplayer online and you know would be nice to um i can't find my words i love myself um you know where you had the capability of you know running around doing stuff together doing jobs and stuff like that or you know interact with others and you know force yourself to win yeah, I love RPG style games, um, and I especially love RPG style games where you get to play with your friends. I always love like, you know, leveling up and then being able to make your character feel unique or make a make a unique choice that uh, maybe somebody else didn't make. Um, that's kind of one of my problems I have with these battle royales. Like I said, albeit I've been enjoying my experience thoroughly, and it's great that I can play with friends and stuff like that. Um, Especially during you know the quarantine and everything else going on in the world, good that you know people could still stay connected in, in that way. But um, 
you don't really feel a level of of progression like you do in in like an RPG uh, when playing these games. Yeah, I got a cool like weapon unlock or I got a fun skin or something. Um, but ultimately, beyond that, I don't really have any unique progression that makes me any different ultimately than you are. Yeah, I mean, you know, because one thing where it goes, um, um, like the first-person shooter battle royale, like it puts someone like you at a disadvantage for like me and Mike kind of are a little bit more, I don't want to say uh, skilled, but I guess skilled's a good word. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel a little more than average. Well, I mean, more skilled than like say Mandola, who might be better at playing a game like Mass Effect, where it's more decision-based and um, more uh, choice-based, where he might be better at that than us. Um, so yeah, absolutely. puts Mandola at the disadvantage, because he might not be able to react as fast. That's the word I was looking for. Like, he doesn't have a, a great reaction time, where, you know, me and you might be a little more quicker to the trigger concept, yeah. Right, I'm a little bit of the slower board game decision maker kind of guy, rather yeah. than you're like, hey, let snapshot me, reaction. Yeah, let me read the rule book twelve times and still change the rules. And then you're getting sniped in the face. <laughs> and then it's like, um, I, don't, I don't know where they are. Oh wait, they're over there. Oh, and I'm dead. But I believe we are winding down in our time for today, folks. Um, so Ty, if you'd like to wrap it up. All right, just throwing it at me. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I guess I'm doing it. Um, you know. We are using uh, uh, the app called Anchor uh, to make it nice and easy. That uh, plug a hashtag ad in here um, just to help us out. Um, but they are, we've been using it for a little um, bit, just organizing our podcast just to make sure everything's working correct. Um, it's everything's very seamless. You can add everything that you like. Um, but anyway, uh, it's pretty much going to wrap up episode one. Uh, next week, or next podcast, I should say, not next week. I need to get that out of my head. Probably going to adventure more into card games, um, like Magic the Gathering, um, board games that aren't as well known, like maybe Tournament of Camelot, um, Shards of Infinity, uh, Star Realm, stuff like that. Go that direction. Yeah, we'll talk on some, some great intro-level card games, and obviously Magic the Gathering, the big behemoth elephant in the room. Um, that's dominated the industry, and we'll talk about the different varying styles between deck builders and uh, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Mike, would you... I'm excited to get into that and delve into that. I've uh, not too experienced with the magic, but uh, I feel like that might be a, a good chunk of what is going to come out of the next episode. And if you're into that kind of thing, let's, uh, don't be afraid to tune in. All right, so see you guys next time. All right, and I'm Anthony. I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. And this is uh, Jiggle and Fips. <laughs>